0: Hey, listening audience, this is Mama Guy.
1: Let's die, Shaq! Oh, you're lying. He is not a loser, you know that. He's a loser.
0: (laughs) Whoa! And you're listening to The Big Pop Theory Podcasting. Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Featuring Captain Shakespeare. I'm the captain, he stole my name. And back. Blood pressure had just officially went through. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Big Pop Theory Podcast, episode fifty-five. I'm one of your hosts, the Great Grand Slam Poobar, Shay Sawyer, aka Shay Summers, aka Sawyer, has take the week off. It is her birthday, so we say Happy Birthday to one Shay Sawyer. Hope
1: that you are Happy Birthday your- to the best cat that ever did it,
0: y'all. As you can tell there's a guest here and he just interrupted me how rude but you guys might know him if you watch us on the youtube we do the live stream after the pay-per-view we hope to do some more of that he's not a guest he's part of the pop family i'm happy to be doing the show with my one of my best friends been one of my shoot friend for what 20 years i've been bullying you yeah, for 20 years 20,
1: for 20 fucking years 20 goddamn years my God! My God! Jesus! You're aging fast, as you can see. You smell. know, I, I, I can't even argue that because I found gray hair. So it's like <laughs> you're not lying. <laughs> you're you're, you're not the,
0: lying. <laughs> I'm joined with the fantastic Jean Baptiste. Jean Baptiste, thank you for joining me to talk about some wrestling for this week. You are right now. This is an audio podcast, you guys don't see it, but he is driving. Uh, but he said, I will be here for the show. I am thankful that you are here, sir. How are you,
1: man? Just living life and enjoying myself, man. I, right now, I have a 249 mile drive to work. Boo! But you know what? It's always a pleasure to come on the show. Have a good time, talk our nonsense. Um, salute to the cap again. Happy birthday to you. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Have a wonderful birthday. And uh, I'll try to fill your shoes in as best as I can.
0: I think, yeah, I don't even wear the same shoe size. I, I'm pretty sure your shoes would just
1: rip hers immediately.
0: And I've seen
1: you I don't feet. even think my toes could fit in them shoes. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't, like
1: I don't. My, my big toe probably would be what rips the front of the shoe out and just says, I free. Like, you know, it's, yeah, those, those are some small shoes to fill.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say this is some small shoes. And
1: also keep your big toes to yourself. What is that? <laughs> and the first so My big toe like, is groomed, okay? My big toe is actually groomed very well. All right. Most no, people said, don't I, most men don't do this, but I do go to Mingling and Ray, okay? And let them rub my dogs and cut my goddamn toenails. All right. Shout so out to Mingling and
0: Ray and in, in, in Georgia. So when they, when they when they when they when you said you uh uh
1: they massage your dogs, so your dogs go. Listen, I ain't going to hold you, bro. They'll look and they'll say, "I." Right. You know, sometimes they'll say, what type of thing you want us to rub on your feet? They'll take a look at my feet. No, don't answer that. We're just going to give you the best one in the house. And, you know, they put it on. It's all steaming. And then when they rub, it's like, oh, my dogs, my dogs. But you know what? There's this thing they like to do. And I know I, I know every man has experienced it. They'll rub a certain part of your body, of your foot that's ticklish. And when you start laughing, it's like, hey, hey stop that. They'll joke around, laugh, and do it again. It's like, so you just, you just don't respect my wishes. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, this show started opening about feet, and this is your fault. I want you to know that so much. But, guys, this is the Big Pop. We're going to talk about a few things, our thoughts about wrestling in the week. We have the Royal Rumble coming up this Saturday. And it's amazing oh, because man. I'm excited. I'm excited because I'll, I will be there for the Royal Rumble. So I do tell everyone, look out for entry number 31. I am finishing my story. That's right. I will be entry number 31. I will be, after I win the Royal Rumble, to finish my story, I'm looking at you, one Rey Mysterio, WrestleMania night one for the Cruiserweight Championship for the honor of one Juventud Guerrero, who is, I, I have to say this, the greatest Luchador of all time. So when I win the Royal Rumble... Watch your back, Ray
1: Mysterio. Amen, bro. You know what? I think I'm going to make a thank guest appearance. I got to make sure you don't you. get tossed over the top. Thank I'll, you. I'll catch you if you go over the top and make sure to put you back in there. Now, Ray Mysterio needs to pay for his crimes against the, the Latin community, against, against the luchador community.
0: You know, I love that because you, sir, it means that you listen to one TLC. What about your friends? And you know about friendship. And I know with you by my corner and you in my corner at WrestleMania night and one when I take on the great fraudulent Rey Mysterio, you have
1: my back. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. goddamn right. Outstanding. He, he, he will not shame the luchador community anymore. It's about time one one the Grand Puebla rises. Rises to the occasion and reclaim the throne for all the great luchadors before him.
0: I'm going to be the greatest cruiserweight champion of all time. You're supposed you're to help... right. Okay, I was, I was You know you what? Know, the guy,
1: the goddamn out. right. <laughs> you got that right, right you will.
0: As you can tell, the show is going to be really off the rails, and we hope that you enjoy it. But let's talk about some wrestling, right? You know, Steph Rollins, we're going to talk about him a little bit later when we uh, get some uh, discussion about the Monday Night Raw show. But it's been reported that he's injured, and he suffered an injury on Monday Night Raw, and he tore his MCL and partially tore his Mosquito. McK- uh, Mosquito. McKiss- Thank you, because my pronunciation sucks. So thank you so much for helping me there.
1: And it yeah, sucks made that, that word. Hmm? Who made that word? It's not your pronunciation. Whoever the hell made that word should just, yo, listen, I'm tired of people making up these words in scientific terms. F <laughs> you, man. Make it easier <laughs> for us to pronounce. And then you want to sit there, we want you to enunciate. Enunciate what? You didn't invent the language. fast. But it, but it sucks to hear
0: about this injury, especially when Everyone, everyone is going down that WrestleMania is going to be gonna against CM Punk, and hearing about this injury, um, I mean, it doesn't matter the timing. Regardless, it could it didn't have to even be WrestleMania season. It could have been after WrestleMania season. It just it just sucks. You know that's the the thing that sucks about the job, right? When you have this injury and and you might have to take some time off. It, 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 you know, I I'm hearing about this. And a lot of people, I guess, are sitting there saying, what did they do now? Oh, and he's going to he's gonna address this on Monday Night Raw tomorrow. We're recording on a Sunday afternoon. So when this episode comes out, it will be Monday after afternoon. And um, But he's going to address his injury and talk about it. No one really knows. From what I'm seeing online, I don't think anyone knows the severity of his injury. Uh, I saw some, so, a w- report that said... Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Take the floor, sir. WWE has been keeping that quiet. Um, a lot of injuries as of lately, it looks like they switched up the formula rather than just announce it right away. I guess they, they make sure they see what the options are before addressing it. Um, the NXT star, she's injured for the next year, I believe. Or J. Uh, because she also, yes, I think she also tore her knee. I think Did she tear her knee? She, she, she it was it was a leg
0: injury And it's looking like she's going to be out for nine months But I've also saw uh, close
1: to a year It all depends on it, How it, quick that they, they heal Is really what the thing is it, but go ahead. It's a lot of leg injuries going on Because Charlotte Flair is another one Who also tore her ACL She's going to be gone for at least nine months to a year um,
0: She's missing mania
1: it, it, She's definitely missing mania And with Seth Rollins they He may have to drop the belt Because a lot of people don't realize the knee is the biggest thing. You got to remember, he's been working through with a bad back ever right. since he won the world title. So you, you take that into consideration along with the knee issues. It's possible he might have to vacate the title. And if he does, there's a lot of WrestleMania plans being changed, which were already changed due to, you know, Rocky Malboa sitting there calling out the tribal chief. So it, I, I, don't, I really don't like the way this is going. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't, I don't, I, I don't like do where that. this is going. Mm-hmm.
0: No, and, I, and, I, and, and uh, I Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead
1: I I, I I don't know, man Like I get it, Roman's hot He's the greatest thing out there you, you, you got Cody Rhodes coming to finish the story But with Seth Rollins out of action And Rocky Malboa cha- uh, challenging the Tribal Chief Things don't look too great for that story, Cody Looks like you're to have to end the story, well, story With the, the second-rate World Heavyweight title belt And I hate to call it that But let's be real It is what it is because Roman ain't dropping them belts anytime soon.
0: He is. uh, So there's a lot of things that you uh, spoke on. Um, The thing with Seth Rollins. So I I do want to touch a little bit more on Seth Rollins. So you see him vacating the championship?
1: High possibility because I've I've torn my knee before. I've torn my ACL on my knee before. That's not a fun thing to do. All right. Even then – even after surgery and after I healed up, it took a full year to heal, but I still didn't run on that leg for about another eight months afterwards, because there's still that whole fear that kicks into your mind. Like, Oh shit. What if I tear it again, just by taking one step? Like how strong is my knee? Because when it comes to surgery, you're either coming back better than hundred percent or nowhere near hundred percent. So there's always going to be that looming fear in the background. So it, it's a high probability. They might just tell him, yo, this is a surgically repaired case. You're going to have to vacate that belt. I don't
0: think they're going to go that route. So I think we you can... good job. <laughs> just this, my guy here. This, this is my forever guy. I want you guys to know that on this podcast. Um, I don't think that he's going to vacate the championship. I think he's going to take some time. Now the question in doubt. Now I think he does get to Mania. I do think he's going to have that match with Punk. But now I'm kind of wondering: Does he compete at Elimination Chamber, Monday Night Raw? Bronson Reed, hold on. Bronson Reed came out and said, "Like I'm going to attack a champion." Who and either, I forget the exact term, but he said, "I'm going to attack somebody, and they're a champion, but they don't know that they're a target." Which to me was indicated that that's going to be Seth, and it would make sense for him to go against Bronson Reed at Elimination Chamber, especially with Bronson being a big Aussie dude, that like, he's going to compete in front of his fellow men and women uh, at um, Elimination Chamber. I forget the exact area. So, uh, uh, was it Park? It's it's
1: Australia. Australia.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know it's a story. Yeah. I was thinking about the exact area. But go ahead. You were shaking your head at that, but please
1: take the floor. If, he, if, if Bronson Reed does attack a champion, right? Let, 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 let's say this is the route they're going because they got to write Seth off TV because maybe his injury is more, more serious than we thought. Sure. If Bronson Reed is oh. attacking a champion and this is the route that they're going, then in all honesty, the cash in happens Monday night. Damian Priest's cash in happens Monday night, and that's a successful cash in. The belt comes off of Seth Rollins. He can take his time to heal. Bronson Reed can still get a championship match against Damian Priest. Plus, you, with, the, with the situation between Punk and, and freaking Drew McIntyre, at least Punk has a credible backup opponent in case Seth Rollins is not able to make it to Mania. So you, you kind of fix the card right then and there on its own. The whole situation basically fixes itself.
0: That's interesting that you mentioned about Drew because like that was never even a thought. But you could, I guess, plug him in do I I don't necessarily see all this happening, but I think that's an think that's interesting that you pointed that out. Because you can do stuff with Drew and there's a story there. He got in Punk's face. Um, 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 um right, no, because this week I was saying this thing, did he, but I had to remember he got in um Cody Rhodes' face because he you know, if you're a baby face, he's just gonna interrupt you. That's Drew McIntyre's gig. But I I, I I see some of the stuff that some of the stuff that you're saying, I'm like, I, there's some validation behind it is my point. Um, but I don't think Seth is going to drop the title. I think he's going to take some time off to heal. I think that he even do something on Monday where he gets attacked by Bronson. He's, there's a possibility that he could miss up to three to four weeks, right? Let me see when the Chamber is real quick on my calendar. So it's the 21st, and Chamber would be on the 24th of february i think that would be enough time for him to heal and still have that match. he could be written off but still have an opportunity to come back and face um uh one bronson reed at elimination chamber i think there's enough time for that depending on the severity of the injury though because
1: that is a fair point on what you mentioned too so severity of the injury not only that we don't know which knee got torn this could be the same knee He, he he fucked up back in uh what was it 2017 mm-hmm. or 2016? And that with that uh, with that when 2015, he tried
0: to
1: it twenty fifteen. When he had to so drop it, it like twenty fifteen. Yeah. 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 It, it it could be that same knee. And if it is that same knee, plus you add on the fact that he's going through back problems, mm-hmm. we gotta remember this 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 is this ain't this ain't E as its own company no more. This is TKO Holdings. TKO sure. will probably look and just say, nah, let him take the time off to heal up them injuries. Cause no, just absolutely not. See what I'm saying? So, with that being said, and then Bronson Reed saying he's going to attack a champion, it just looks like he's probably missing Mania season, and the route they're going to go is Damian Priest cashing in. So, we might get Damian Priest as a World Heavyweight Champion come tomorrow night. It,
0: it's possible. You know, anything can happen here in uh, the thing called professional wrestling. Um, let's go into some other wrestling news. I was on the Hammerlock Hangover, and when, I, when we were recording um we recorded on a thursday i feel like the next day we heard about this thing but okada okada is not signing back with new japan and it looks like he's 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 going to be seeing what his options is between both wwe and aew um i i said on the show i don't i don't see him leaving new japan i just felt like he was gonna be a new japan pro wrestling lifer and I was wrong. Um I don't want to act like I've watched a whole bunch of Okada matches. I've seen a handful of his matches. But I do know that if either AEW or WWE pick him up, it's going to be a big thing for them. I see him actually signing with AEW, honestly. Now seeing these reports, um I don't know how familiar you are with Okada, so I'm going to give you the floor, sir, and, you know.
1: So I've known about Okada leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling for months now. Like, uh, WWE has really been interested in them. And um, uh, one thing they have done, and a lot of people probably didn't see it or, or probably put into perspective or even thought about it, is if you notice, the, their Asian stars are getting a lot more push than usual. Um, you, you had uh, Shinsuke Nakamura in a, a couple of high-profile matches this past year. Um, the return of Kairi Sane, Asuka returning. Even freaking uh, what's this do with the Alpha Academy? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh
0: <laughs> oh my god, he's so great. I'm so mad. I'm blanking on his name.
1: I know you're talking about. Yeah, like, he, he's hilarious. Sazawa. But he, Sazawa, he's he's also getting pushed, especially with that freaking win he got over. Uh, I think it was Ibar he got a win over. He pinned oh, Ibar. Freaking, that 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 was nuts. But I, I say that to say with the way they're pushing, they're, they're pushing the Asian stars big time. It seems like they're trying to just set the field to let Okada know, like, hey, when you come here, you're not going to be a of like uh, Funaki and Kai and tai. None of that. No, no. We, we actually got big plans for you. And they could, because in all honesty, the product now, now that, you know, Papa Vince has finally lifted the reins and they gave it to Mr. Levesque, has seemed to be going in a pretty decent direction. And um, I'm all for it. And in all honesty, even if, 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 if they say, you know, he might be AEW bound, it kind of defeats the purpose because New Japan Pro Wrestling does too much work with AEW. If you're trying to leave New Japan Pro Wrestling and and see what business ventures you got, going to AEW would be kind of not the smartest move because you're basically putting yourself right back in New Japan Pro Wrestling with all the work that they do together, all the collaborations. So he may be e-bound. He, he may be e-bound. I may be wrong. You never know. I don't know what this man is thinking. Um, Would it be a good addition to the roster? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah definitely
0: so real quick um i did want to add these parts in here uh okada is set to end his 16-year run with new japan his contract expires january 31st and okada will still work um work with them till february 11th and february 23rd as part of the new beginning tour and um so I was listening to everything that you said. I hear what you're saying where, oh, if he goes with AW, he can still go to New Japan. So it all depends on what Okada wants to do. If you work with WWE, you are in the WWE bubble. You're not working with all these other different promotions. AW do give you that freedom to still do New Japan, Indies, I believe, all these other things. And I don't know what his mindset is. I would be interested in seeing what he could do in WWE. I would love for him to show up in WWE and he doesn't even have to be on the main roster right away. A lot of people say,
1: oh, he has to be on on SmackDown. No, no, NXT,
0: NXT. NXT. A lot of people don't think NXT and they sit here and go, well, it's developmental. But I think for Okada, here's the thing. He could go to NXT and he could be there for like, what, four or five months. He don't have to be there for long. Kevin Owens, Dragon Lee, they wasn't on there for a long period of time look at regularly right now he's on the main roster and i don't think he has to, my point is he don't have to be there for a long period of time but he can also get familiar with the wwe style that's what developmental is as much as it and it said here 16 years with new japan he's a veteran at the game but wwe is a different style from all these other it, wrestling it, promotions
1: it's definitely a different beast and you know what Coming from somebody who used to be one of those guys and say NXT is developmental, I kind of had to take a step back because I, I actually began watching the product a lot more now. Um, big fan of Dragon off. I'm a big fan of Carmelo Hayes. I love Trick Williams. He definitely like top five for me. Um, so, so watching these ma- matches, um, and also knowing that, like, because I remember I started watching back when, uh, when, uh, Dang it! What's what's those dudes with the broadest ball finisher? Uh, oh, the Creed brothers. You talking about the Creed? Yeah, the Creed. I was watching with the Creed brothers. There was another team also where one one would look like he's from Harvard or Stanford or wherever. And I I remember watching a storyline with them. He had this stupid sweater on, and there was this fraudulent thing going on. Yes, yes, those Don't guys. Me so I, yeah, I I saw. I've been watching this product for quite some time, and basically, what I'm trying to say is, for someone who used to call it developmental. Now taking a step back and actually watching the product for what it is, I gotta say NXT is its own brand. I can't even call it developmental. Yes, you can learn a lot from there to move up to the main roster and get called up, but you know, you look at the production, you look at the announced team, um, Booker T, one of the legendary announced teams. I, I gotta gotta give him props because he <laughs> going back. Said,
0: real quick, I don't mean to interrupt you, but someone said he, his commentary about being 2K24, and I agree.
1: <laughs> it, it needs to be. And it, yeah. yo, every time Trick Williams comes out. This man Booker T is like the DJ Khaled hype man. Like, uh huh, I like it. <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, yo, Trick is really that dude. Okay, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But I say that to say, sure. if if Okada goes to NXT, I wouldn't mind it because NXT is a really good brand and a and has a really good amount of talent there. Like, like watching the Alpha Brothers. Watching I said the Alpha Brothers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but watching the, um, the Creed Brothers. Yeah, the yeah. Creed. Watching the Creed Brothers. When I saw that tag match against Judgment Day, I was at the edge of my seat the entire fucking match. I'm not even gonna lie to you because you should fucking see the
0: um, people who gave
1: you that chair? Because it sounded like it was a very small chair. Because <laughs> in all hindsight, in all honesty, Ju- I love Julius. Julius is very athletic. Um, you you said you was
0: always a fan, yeah.
1: Big fan of Julius. Uh, the Brodus ball is ridiculous. That is a ridiculous finisher. Um, mm. Hopefully, they can get it. They 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 can practice enough to where. It's not as menacing and doesn't uh, be more injury prone. But then again, you look at the business nowadays and injuries can happen at any time. Look at Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes. That Spanish fly he did, it gave Austin Theory a concussion and uh, I, I, think both Carmelo. I, I
0: think both.
1: Austin I'm Theory more severe than uh, Carmelo. Okay. Yeah. More, 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 more Austin Theory than Carmelo because Carmelo's head, well, even though it spiked, it landed on Austin Theory's face. So more, more Austin Theory caught a blunted that than anything. But I say that to say, NXT is a really good product. I will no longer from here on out call it developmental because... Well, you know, if I can it's, interrupt it's,
0: you real quick, good. it is developmental though. And it's fine that now, I feel like it's more developmental than it was um, four years ago. Four years ago, it was like the super indies. And now I feel like developmental and that's fine. And that's great. And that's cool because you're creating these new stars and you're creating someone like... Bron Breaker, Camelo Hayes you mentioned Trick Williams and there's so many other names and like Cora Jade um, and all these like women men and women who's going to help the business in the next five to ten years because that's what you want um but I also say to him say it's still a place where you can invite people from the Indies Dragon Lee I I, I heard of his work um, but I wasn't familiar with it but when he became when he was on NXT I think that it helped him in the long run. And now he's on the main roster, and people are like, oh, he's great. I mean, he's a – I just don't like Dragon Lee because I just wish he mind his business. When Santos Escobar was beating up Rey Mysterio, you didn't have to help. But I will give credit to one Dragon Lee on um, being a great talent. But I just sit here and go, as a New Yorker, mind your business.
1: Just mind
0: your business. That's all. He
1: needed to. He needed to. You know, Thank you you are you, business, no concern. You 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 take the the, the North American champion off of freaking Dom Mysterio, one of the greatest champions of all time. Um, so disrespectful. Oh my God, no, no. <laughs> you know
0: who's the honestly? You know who's the greatest North American champion of all time? Wesley. I'm not sure if you, uh, um, but I know you said. I mean, shout out to you for at least watching NXT and seeing because what's the cool thing about NXT? and I review it on Tuesdays on Unpopular Reviews, Check them out. What the thing about um um um? God, I lost my train of thought. That's awful. <laughs> but uh, it you know, getting old, brother. It, speak for yourself. I'm trying to get back to remember my thought. But it's so great because you see these great talents, and it's so cool to hear that you're giving them a chance and watching these people. Because a lot of them are like super young, and I'm just repeating myself again here. They're going to be here for the next five to ten years and wesley was so great it's a shame that he um he's hurt and he's injured but i said he'll up champ and i can't wait to see you back on my screen again because you have you are just a highlight sir and i appreciate everything that you did to elevate that north american championship which when he won that championship off of camelo hayes and mel and hayes is great um you know, I was really upset when he lost the champion NXT championship to Dragon Lee. I mean, not Dragon Lee, Dragon off. Dragon off, who beats up everybody. Dragon off, yes, he beats up everybody. He would have been great in a beat him up game because he would have really beat him up.
1: And I'm yeah, he would have. He would have. I am too. I'm okay with that. That that okay, joke is valid. You. I was I was concerned by the salad, but
0: you know, real quick before we go into the week of wrestling. um, Let's talk about, let's give our predictions. Royal Rumble is next Saturday, guys. And I look forward to being there for my first Royal Rumble. Um, Royal Rumble is a fun pay-per-view. You get surprises and a lot of stories. And you get an idea of what WrestleMania season is going to look like. Um, I, As of right now, I only see four matches. So before we get into both the men and women's Royal Rumble match, let's talk about this. We have Logan Paul going against Kevin Owens. It's a singles match for the WWE United States Championship. Logan G- Paul. Mat- up. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Damn. Beat me to it. Okay. I agree. I don't see Logan Paul dropping the championship to Kevin Owens. I feel like he will drop it. If he drops it, it's going to be at WrestleMania. So, yes, I got
1: Logan Paul going over as well. Hey, L- Logan Paul is definitely going over. It, 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 you know what? In all hindsight, let's be honest. People may not want to admit it, but Logan Paul is money. He is. He's money. He's, he's, because despite all the, all the controversies he has been involved in over the years, the one thing you can't take for away from him is he knows how to market himself very well. And you figure him running around with that U S title. He's bringing really good marketing over to WWE because he has a lot of followers. It's WWE smart to capitalize on that. In all honesty. Plus, if if we're gonna be real here, Logan Paul is one of the top great stars in the in the e today. Like, you gotta give him credit where credit's due. He he takes he he takes real real consideration into his craft. He perfects it to a point where he's honestly putting on five star matches. When you lose a draw, you're almost guaranteed a really good spot in his matches.
0: I think. Um... Logan Paul, Kevin Owens, they're, they're definitely going to have a fun match. I mean, when he, you think about Logan Paul, right? And I can't say every match of his has been five stars, right? But I can sit here yeah. and go, when he's in the ring, I can't sit here and say he's out of place. he He's hes a freak athlete. He goes out there. I thought the match of him, and and I think I'll watch that before the night is up because I, I didn't watch it in full. But Roman Reigns against Logan Paul. Good match. A lot of people give a lot of praise to that. Now, I don't think anyone expected Logan Paul to win because he should not be the one to dethrone our tribal chief. Um, That's right. But he was uh, credible.
1: They made him credible. Credible enough. I like what you said. They made him credible enough to where it was a high possibility. And if he was to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns, it would be one of those big shock factors. But the question would be, would the fans be okay with it? And in all honesty, I think at the time, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. All I right. don't think people would take that as a big of a deal because the way he worked that match, it looked to a point where, I'm not going to lie, I had the Santino effect, where I'm just like, oh, shoot, wait. <laughs> is Logan about to win this? And then you realize yes. he's no. going against Roman Reigns, and it's like, oh, we're back.
0: For the people, because I know what you mean by that because I've been your friend for many years. Can you explain it to the listeners?
1: So I tell, I, I call this the Santino Morello effect because I believe, what was this, back in 20, 2011, 2012? Maybe even 2010. I don't remember which year it was. But that year, for whatever reason, Santino Morello seemed to have gotten the push of his freaking life. All right? He's in the Royal Rumble. He's one of the last few people in the Royal Basically, the last of two men. And I'll never forget it because I looked and I'm like, wait a second. This man is about to win the Rumble. I remember he pulled out the sock, was going for the Cobra. And I'm like, wait, wait, we're about to get a Santino Morella. Th- Whoa, wait. And then I think Alberto Del Rio was the one who threw him out. And I just looked and said, oh, yeah, it's Santino Morella. All right, all right my bad. Then this is not the first time he did this. This, uh, I think later on that year, maybe the following year in the Elimination Chamber, I believe it was him and Daniel Bryan, the last to win it. And I remember yeah. I looked and I said, I said, oh, shoot, wait, the Cobra, wait, is Santino Morello about to win that? Santino Morello's getting a world title. Holy crap. And then I looked, I seen Daniel Bryant counter that, and I said, oh, and we're back. I just remembered it. It's Santino Morello. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Like, I got excited for no reason. No, that was
0: good. And, 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 and,
1: and funny enough, Paul, uh, freaking uh, Logan Paul, he did the same thing last year where I, I'll never forget it. He, he hit Roman with a freaking right hand. Then hit him with this this, this great-looking Superman punch. And I said, oh, crap, wait. Take the title. And you realize it's Roman. And
0: it's like, oh, okay, and we're back. Hold on. Make sure you – because I can hear you, but you sound kind of far away, sir. Um, Fantastic stuff here. Um, So the next match we have is the – oh, he stepped away from him. And he's coming back. Give him a second here, folks. But the next match that I got here for the Royal Rumble, we have Roman. It's a fatal four-way for the WWE Undisputed Heavyweight Championship. You have Roman Reigns going against AJ Styles, LA Knight, and Randy Orton. I'm trying to stretch this out a little bit. Okay, he is
1: back. Yep. Somebody, okay. try, somebody. I, I got a phone call. And I said, "Uh, go away."
0: No, no, go away,
1: Jesus. Yeah, but I was I'm just
0: telling the listen. I was just telling the listener the next match we have Fatal Forward for the WWE Undisputed Heavyweight Championship: Roman Reigns, LA Knight, AJ Styles, and Randy Orton. I feel like I said LA Knight wrong, so let me say it again. L <clears throat> A Knight. Yeah, yeah. What do you got here, uh, Gene Bettis?
1: Do, do, do we really need to talk about this? Let, let's be real. Look who's in the match, and then let's let, let's really talk about like. Mm-hmm. This, this match is basically there would be one big spot monkey for AJ and Randy Orton. That's it. Like, like, like. Let's be real. Ro- Roman's pinning all three of them. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, I would love that. And then he just he just
0: adds the referee too.
1: <laughs> Paul oh yeah. Okay. Like, like like literally, he's gonna put the referee right on top of him. Paul Heyman's gonna do the count, and that's it. Like let let's be real. We all know in the Royal Rumble that fatal four way match, we're literally gonna hear one two, three, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. just put your ones to the sky. At this point, Roman Roman, don't lose. He Roman, just don't lose.
0: Absolutely. No, I, I I 100% agree with you. Roman is not dropping that championship before WrestleMania.
1: That's just not a thing. He is the wrestling god JBL portrayed in, in, in Living Legends. Like he, he he was the wrestling god that that JBL was trying to tell us about.
0: <laughs> so you know, up the JBL, JBL didn't have the abs Like uh, Roman
1: Reigns I mean How could you with all the beer He'd been drinking Like APA was just known for drinking beer And just beating the crap out of people Like I, you don't ever expect JBL to have a ripped body That's why sometimes when I look at some of these Old school wrestling games And I you see JBL with the six pack It's like no no You, you need to paint like Corona on that stomach And call that a six pack there it, it, No no stop like, don't get me wrong, he's a big dude, a very big dude, but he has a dad bod. He's got a dad bod. He's always had a dad body.
0: I do want the listeners to know because this is really just uh, a conversation between two great friends. But as he sat here and said, "Yeah, he drank a lot. I had to put down my Tito's." <laughs> <He said that. laughs>
1: I saw that, and I said, "Oh shoot! I hope he doesn't feel offended by that." I do. I very much don't do you jerk. well you should' you you're a hell of an athlete, you know you, you you've done some amazing things, um oh, yeah. I think we've all hit that age where it's like, yeah, yeah we we all want to do one more match, but let's be real, the drinking just calling my name
0: i I'm not gonna lie, if my drink was calling my name, I would sit here and call Ghostbusters because they should not be talking to me. Um, but yes, the, the, okay, I agree with you. Roman Reigns definitely retains. So, here's the big question, and I, I saw this online and I, I feel like on popular view they did this. Who is Roman Reigns pinning to retain this championship? Yes, drink water is fantastic, great job, sir. All three of them, he's pinning all three of them. Oh, you did say all three.
1: I think he's he pinning all three.
0: I think he pins all in that. I don't think I would love that visual because that was great when he pinned both. One formerly known as Edge, Adam Copeland, and Brian Danielson, formerly known as Daniel Bryan. I mean that visual was fantastic. I mean that was just dominance at its finest. Um, But I don't think that happens. But I do think he pins LA Knight. I don't see Randy Orton <laughs> taking the pin. Some people have been saying AJ Styles lately, but I feel like with this new aggressive version of him,
1: I don't think they do it. And LA Knight, I don't think it hurts LA Knight. Um, it does. It does. His moments, all right. So with LA Knight, don't get me wrong. He he rose to megastardom this past year. Okay, amazing. Here's the problem: Roman. He took on Roman Reigns. He lost. Then not only not only did he lose, you got the fact the return of Randy Orton, the mm-hmm. return of CM Punk, sure. the return of AJ Styles. LA Knight's LA Knight's pop is not as big as it was even four months ago. So if LA Knight eats a pin. His momentum is gonna—it's gonna feel it. its feel it because he's in—he's in the mix with a lot of returning guys, big names for that matter. You're already gonna be pushed right back to the back of the line, so you—you you might as well start looking at the U.S. title or something else. Maybe he dethrones Logan Paul. I that, but I think that's the goal, it, it it. He, he does get the gold. Maybe he dethrones Logan Paul. No, no. I, I'm, I, I, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Finish your thoughts,
0: sir. I, I apologize. Sir. <laughs> Him, him,
1: him getting the gold against Logan Paul, big deal, definitely. But it, it, like I said, his momentum is definitely gonna hurt from eating another pin by Roman Reigns, especially if it's a clean. One. And we know it's gonna be clean because I think Fatal Four Way. I don't think DQs It's not anymore.
0: gonna be clean. It's not gonna be clean. I, 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 I see shenanigans. And there because you know Solo's going to be in there and Jimmy somehow. Something's going to happen to help him retain. It's going to be shenanigans. But I do sit here and go, and I hear what you're saying because right, I get that. You, I think what you said was so valid as hell because when you're saying if Knight takes another pin that might kind of hurt him but it won't hurt someone like Randy Orton but I don't see Randy Orton eating the pin. I don't see who just returned um, at a Survivor Series and AJ Styles I could depend and it would never hurt AJ Styles, but I just wouldn't have AJ Styles being the one to eat the pin, personally. Um, I just wouldn't go that route. And I feel like LA Knight is someone who people still are behind because even when he still does the LA Knight, yeah, because the crowd was behind him on SmackDown. You watch SmackDown.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So now here's the thing. Sure. If if it is, well, yeah. yeah. If 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 if, they, if somebody's gonna get pinned, Randy Orton's Sorry. probably gonna eat the pin. Why I say Randy Orton's gonna eat the pin is because mm-hmm. it looks like they're trying to build L.A. Knight versus AJ Styles. And mm-hmm. if they are building to that, the Rumble's probably gonna be where it starts. Shenanigans will happen outside the ring, but I also see Jay and Jimmy going at it at the Royal Rumble to start their feud up to build into WrestleMania. I see that happening. I see that happening as well. For this story to go, for for each story to go as well, Randy would have to eat that pin. And if Randy ate the pin, it wouldn't hurt Randy at all, especially if it's outside shenanigans. Of course, because, you know, bloodline. What do we expect? But Randy's probably going to be the one to eat that pin because he's the one that won't really get hurt the most out out of of eating the pin from Roman. He doesn't get it.
0: All right. So, so you you got Randy eating the pin. I got Randy eating. It. If he don't pin all three, it's Randy eating that pin. <laughs> I like, I love your visual of just like he just pins everybody. Like you make him sound like, uh, and I know you appreciate this reference so much. Uh, you make him sound like Kratos.
1: Yeah, he pretty much is. He pretty <laughs> much is. You know, it's funny. I saw on Twitter the other day where <laughs> people said, would, "Would would the Incredible Hulk be able to beat Kratos?" No, no. And you know what? Listen. I'll tell you why. And we're not going to go with the MCU's Hulk. Absolutely not. We're going to go with the comic book Hulk. Like, sure. oh, you know, he's going to get to a world ender Hulk. Yeah, absolutely. Guess what? Kratos don't have to go through no forms. There's two forms Kratos has. Old man Kratos where he's holding back and young Kratos where he doesn't give a damn. All right. Let's, let's, let's keep it 100. Kratos, for fun, was killing gods. And not just any gods. When he came to Zeus, mink, 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 beat the crap out of him. It was game over. Look at look, at, uh, look at Odin. Mink, 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 mink. Game over. He wasn't going to touch him. Um. Look at Heimdall. That man could not be touched by anybody because he would always see it coming. He took on Kratos. Mink, 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 mink. Game over. Like, death. So, will Hulk beat Kratos? Absolutely not. Will anybody at the Royal Rumble be beating Rope and Reigns? Absolutely not. Because guess what? Roman Reigns is the god. The GOATS. The most unstoppable for, like, Nia Jax needs to give up that name, the the, the irresistible. No, frick that. The most unstoppable force in the Samoan dynasty is Roman Reigns. Okay? Rock, you want a challenge for the head of the table? No, sit at the head of the bar. Or if you want the head of the table, go to the head of the children's table. That's where you need to go.
0: I don't, I don't even know what is happening anymore, ladies and gentlemen. This man has just totally taken over the podcast. But that was fantastic. I am laughing right now. So let's talk about the Women's Royal Rumble, people who are confirmed for this uh, match so far. And once again, I do want to address this is Sunday afternoon, so there could be so many different changes. I just think that's important to point out to you guys. We have Bailey. She was announced on SmackDown that she's going to be in the Rumble. Nia Jax announced it on Raw. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. It was announced on a um, a special. It was a uh, a preview special for WWE uh, 2024. Bianca Belair announced it on SmackDown for New Year's Revolution, and Maxine Dupree announced it on WWE's YouTube channel. So so far, those are the only women. I'm going to make sure I got that. Uh, five women who are announced for the match. I think Bailey's winning this, personally. Who do you got, Jean Baptiste?
1: Honestly, oh, okay. Jade Cargill.
0: Wow, really? I want to hear your thoughts about
1: that. Go ahead. Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill will not only be a surprise entrant, but I see her winning the Rumble, in all honesty, because... uh. I, I think her versus, Ky, uh, versus Kyrie Sane would actually be, uh, not Kyrie Sane. Uh, I mm-hmm. said Kyrie Sane. I am so sorry. Ooh.
0: You're talking about on Raw right now? Becky Lynch? Uh, Smackdown. I mean, Rio uh, um, uh, no.
1: Ripley? Rio Ripley? No, no, no. I, I see her in SmackDown's champion. Like, oh. Her taking on the SmackDown Women's Champion right now is kind of a great start. It would be one hell of a great start. Do I see her winning? Probably not because I see damage control antics but it could at least set up for a rematch in the future and at least get a feel of her in the ring against a, a big title match picture because she's a big name. So, you know, they want to make sure she's ready for it. That's the best way to go about that angle in all honesty. Um, do I see her versus Rhea Ripley somewhere down the line, but right now it looks like it might be either Naya or Becky. To finish off some unfinished business that they all got against uh.
0: Rhea Ripley. I see it definitely being Becky, and I, I know we haven't even discussed Royal, and we'll, we'll run through that real quick. But let me ask you, so um, I, and this is something that we didn't even talk like pre-show, but you see Jay Cargill being on the main roster rather than NXT.
1: Yeah, I see it. I see it becoming a main roster. I think with the amount of money they spent to honor and the fact that she hasn't been anywhere and seen for a while. Because they're they're literally cooking. They're they're making sure she's ready. Like NXT, I don't see it as a developmental. I see it as its own brand. But with all with, with with everything going on in the women's division throughout the entire company, and how they're treating Jade Cargill, I see her going to the main roster. They've been too many teases with matches with her against uh, Charlotte Flair, her against Rhea Ripley, um, her against Becky would be good. Her against Oscar would definitely be good. I would definitely love to see her versus Bianca Belair um there's just a lot of and then mind you you also got the rumored names of trinity fatu wwe bounce she could make a return to appearance i, at the royal I think rumble.
0: she is I, I honestly do i don't have no sources or anything like that but you know, i'm glad that you mentioned that but i feel like she is returning to wwe uh at the royal rumble and it'd be great if, if it happens fantastic if it's not i just want anything that's uh whatever makes that black queen happy you know like I, that's, that's, all, that's all that matters honestly to me but if I heard, I'm a man, you know her theme, I'm amazing. I don't want to say it because I feel like I would butcher the hell out of it. But I, whatever makes her happy, I'm happy because she deserved the world.
1: Legitimately. She, she does deserve it. To a two-time former SmackDown Women's Champion. I also, it, it, it's, it's possible Sasha Banks might make a return. I know everybody wants to I say, oh, no, the talks fell through. But you got to remember, one thing that E has been very good at as of lately is mm-hmm. hiding surprise returns. Yeah. No, it is because
0: I you I will give you credit to you because you was one someone who was like, yeah, punk is coming back. It, it, it's clear. And for me, I didn't I didn't buy into it, but like you was someone who was really like, yeah, he's coming back. He, he's definitely coming back. And too many details. To mm-hmm.
1: Too many it's too many details. They were they were basically flaunting it that punk was returning. Like, don't get me wrong. How often do you see e really name drop name drop talent outside the company it's, it's 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 not a big occasion like yeah they'll drop dean ambrose name every once in a blue moon um they might sometimes drop even even freaking uh i think no i think it's only been dean ambrose i don't see him dropping any other names outside of a wwe like that and i mean it fun, depends
0: on what they- it is i mean some, sometimes they do like uh, they don't
1: even call him uh
0: ambrose they'll say mox they'll say Mox. they'll call,
1: they'll, they'll call him mox i think cena mm-hmm. called them ambrose in a promo with, with roman reigns sometime last sure. year but mm-hmm. i say that i say that to say especially with the history punk had with the wwe they wouldn't bother wanting to mention punk at all so you figure they're 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 quoting him they're mm-hmm. name dropping him and then his merch goes back up on sale just a, just just two months prior to his return no it was, it was definitely he was returning it was just a matter of where and when
0: right And it's great. And why don't we talk about the men's Royal Rumble match? Cody Rhodes is in. He announced it on Raw. CM Punk he announced it on Raw. Let me give you some dates here. November twenty. November twenty seventh, Cody announced it. December eleventh, CM Punk announced that he was going to be in the Rumble. Nakamura announced it on. Oh, it was a. 2024 preview special until January 4th. Bobby Lashley, the only SmackDown uh, superstar I have right now, he announced it January 5th on SmackDown New Year's Revolution. Drew and Gunther announced it on Raw with Drew on January 8th, Gunther January 15th. Chad Gable, Otis, and Tazawa announced it January January 20th on a YouTube channel on WWE's YouTube channel this is an interesting one because a lot of people have Cody Rhodes winning this Royal Rumble I got CM Punk taking it I got
1: R-Truth
0: you know what I would love that you know what absolutely R-Truth should win this Royal Rumble he is honestly the greatest thing for the Judgment Day honestly but I do (laughs) want to talk about you know what let me let me say this real quick he mentioned he was on Busted Open Radio. I actually listened to 20 minutes of it. It was great. Our truth is just such a gem. Once again, these are people that I want to say just deserve the world. And he mentioned he needs to be how at all costs, my friend. Absolutely. And he mentioned how it was Damien Priest who said, like, hey, we should continue to work together. And I think it's been some of the greatest things. Judgment Day, right? It's a serious faction. But I feel like it adds layers, and one of the things I said on a previous episode on the Big Pop TV podcast was, I don't want it to feel too much like how Sami Zayn felt to the Bloodline, because you want it to be his own thing. I think that's so important, right? Because I feel like if you see this, you're like, oh, this is just a a carbon uh, copy off of what they did with the Bloodline.
1: You don't want no, no, it's not. It's it's not, and I'm gonna tell you why it's not. Sure. When Sami did the Bloodline thing, Sami was. Sammy was trying so hard, so desperately to weasel his way in and say, all right, now I'm with this faction. I got Truth. Truth has added way more layers to this Judgment Day business than than Sammy could ever add to the bloodline. And don't get me wrong. Sammy Zayn, another one, another gem, needs to be protected at all costs. Because to me, the bloodline was at its best when Sammy Zayn was there. Truth doing his thing with with the the J.D. McDonough fight, loser leaves Judgment Day. That was hilarious to me because now he's like, yo, JD's not even in judgment day. In his in his world, JD got kicked out and truth replaced him. Then you <laughs> have this this video, this video package that he put out there, which is amazing. And mm-hmm. like like let's be real, our truth is just one of those guys. You work with him once, everyone wants to continue working with him. Look at what happened with him and Brock a few years ago. Sure. Just off of that, sure. he got Brock, the sure. great character and his Brock. We need to do more work together. The fact that it's Damian Priest. Being added along, it just adds a whole new layer to the fact, especially with the Judgment Day breaking down, and our ju- and R- truth is just throwing shade shots in there, letting it be known that yeah, this is gonna break down if you don't stop doing this or you don't stop doing this and kick JD McDonough out. He's useless. Which I agree. What the heck is a JD McDonough? JD McDonough.
0: He's he's honestly somebody that it took me a while to actually get behind him. You know, I used to make fun of the the shape of his head and whatnot, but. The man is a really great in-ring talent. Um, we're going to talk about Raw, but that was our quick Raw, I mean, uh, Roy Rumble review. So why don't we talk about some stuff uh, happening in the week? We are 49 minutes in on this episode. So let's talk about Monday Night Raw. They were in the, the Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, Arkansas. which okay, wish so- you could. Wow, beat me to it. Good job, sir. Like you know you are geographically uh more uh better than me. I just want to say that. And you can tell Arkansas because it was I do so a lot cold. of traveling. You 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 do. I, I travel too. I go into the kitchen and I lay right back in my bed. I am winded after man, that. Man,
1: listen, that, that's a hell of a travel. Thank I, you. I, I understand that, man. That that gives you that's that's jet I flag, Um the ISS pull that it want. That's, 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 it's, it's it's amazing. It's amazing
0: i love it. it it's definitely jet lag i am definitely i don't know if it's jet lag i just know i'm just lagged um yes i am my mother's son um so let's talk about this i thought this was going to be like a new arena because the way it was set up and a lot of people pointed out mm-hmm. like no they only did it because where they were at it was so cold i guess to keep the arena a stay that's why they did it but i just i appreciate that it just looked different
1: i love
0: that personally but you should do- start oh.
1: seeing a whole different look because mm-hmm. i i think they're, they they the former executive producer had quit about 2 weeks ago yeah. maybe 3 weeks ago yeah. and he was replaced now i've already started seeing a lot more improvement with the mm-hmm. production because one thing that the last guy did and probably a lot of people didn't notice was that the camera angles were all over the place and was just terrible he would shake
0: Um, the camera all the time yeah
1: yeah so it it was pretty bad so you could definitely see the improvement in production and it's probably going to be new arena setups so if they are i'm here for it. whoever this new guy is um for by all means bring all the creativity you got
0: i would love for them to have a new set and even when i saw this even though it was just a temporary thing I, I, I liked it. I said, oh, this is kind of cool. I like it because it was different. And that was something that I appreciate a lot as a young man watching wrestling, where I love that the Raw set was different from SmackDown. I love that. I love things like that, because I just feel like it's just, it, it's creative. And I think that's something that I miss. So while they were pointing out like, oh, this is not going to be a continuous thing, I, I digged it. Cody and Drew opened up the show. We were talking about our Royal Rumble predictions, but Drew was mentioning the history between both him and Cody. He was like, hey, you remember? And I do remember when they did win the tag team championships. I didn't know they had a name, but they were called the Dashing ones. I and yeah, I remember. Him, I remember. And Drew mentions also, too, where he says, um, you know, he appreciates everything about Cody, he respects Cody, but he says, You're not finishing your story before me. He talks about winning the Royal Rumble in 2020 and also how the world shut down and him being the champion when there was no one there. He carried the company Um, on his back. He did. I mean, real quick, I do have to sit here and say 2020 was quite the year we watched. The plan was for us all to link up for 2020. Obviously, we couldn't do that because 2020, right? and but we watched it me you uh mark wins and um uh, um um the one uh our good friend justin we all watched it on uh, like i think like uh on messenger together because we couldn't all link up together obviously because the world was shut down watching but drew mcintyre you mentioned you're right he did hold the company on his back 2020 was quite the year and me and Shea, Soy, we talked about 2020 um, last week, but now Drew wants to win the championship in front of people. And there was also this thing he said that he had this confrontation with Punk, which was the uh, previous week. And he also said um, he said that uh, he mentioned about them having that last match together, him and Cody, and Cody said. Oh, all right. You keep mentioning this last match. Who won between us? To which it left it. And I guess this was outside of WWE. But I, I'm assuming Cody won and he beat oh, Drew Yeah. And Drew just looked like he. Drew McIntyre, listen, I, 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 don't, I don't, on the mic, I don't think he's awful or anything like that. But he won against Cody and CM Punk. CM Punk also said that. This Monday, he was going to confront Cody because, you know, CM Punk was mentioned. He's like, me and Cody have some talking to do. Uh, what do you think about this promo between Cody and Drew McIntyre? I did want to finish it with this.
1: I'm sorry. I have my thoughts and stuff like that. Oh, um, no, no problem. Um, uh, when, it comes, Cody, when it comes oh. to Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre's promo work is very good. I will give him credit. And I love this this character that he has going on where – you know, he's babyface when he feels like it and he'll when it, when it suits him best. Because he tries to talk about this babyface thing. He, he always has this, you know, I'm a babyface who likes to do this and that for the people. And then turns around and just beats the crap out of you because he feels like it. Um, and then blames the world for, their, for his problems because, you know, Bloodline did this. Cody did this. Jay Uso did this. Like, I love it. I, I'm all here for it. Why? Because one thing they haven't been doing over the years is when a guy turns heel... They never gave him a proper reason to turn here. He just did it for the fuck of it. Now here comes Drew McIntyre with an actual reason behind. It. I love his character work. But when it comes to promo work against guys like CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, like, no, no, that, that's, that's, that's a monument. That's a mountain. Like You're not climbing up that mountain to where those guys are because Cody Rhodes, hate him or love him. Even with his AEW work, his promos have been fired. CM Punk is always going to be the top guy when it comes to Mike's skills because let's be real, who's who's taking him down? I will give Drew McIntyre credit. He held his own. He definitely held his own. Do I see Drew winning the Royal Rumble? Depending on how the Seth Rollins business goes, hell yeah, because guess what? Drew McIntyre, Damian Priest, that's another feud that could have to go on into WrestleMania and even put the title up for grabs because by then, if if Rollins can't compete, like I said, I see Damian Priest holding that title to WrestleMania maybe even dropping it to jewel we'll see okay
0: um real quick we'll uh zoom uh zoom through raw diy they won another match and they defeat the judgment day i see diy winning those tag team championships off of Finn balor and damian priest um it was a fun match though. It's fun. And one of the things I do appreciate about this match honestly is that it wasn't big but the crowd was kind of behind DIY and I and I appreciate that a lot because watching NXT and seeing some of the some of the guys who some of the guys and gals who come from NXT you hope that they can have a successful run on the main roster because they're talented. So I knew it was going to take a while for DIY to get over And I'm not saying I'm not even trying to sit here and say they are so over and they're selling this kind of merch. But I like that the people
1: they're building, they're they're building, they're building now. Yes. Do I I see DIY taking up tag battles off of off of the Judgment Day? It's possible, but I don't want to see them do it before the Creed brothers. I'm sorry, Creed brothers, they're just the guys I'm I'm keeping my eye on. Those guys,
0: the Creed brothers are so good. They are so good. So what you're saying? And I, I hear you 100%. But I'm going to go DIY should win those tag team championships over the Creeds. The Creeds will eventually win those tag team titles. But if you're telling me a team that should hold those championships right now,
1: DIY. Creed, Creed Brothers. Brothers. Nah. Creed Brothers. Okay. Not, and not to shit on DIY. DIY you're is not really doing good. that at all.
0: I, I understand why you say that.
1: And I respect but the Creed this so Brothers, much it's 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 the, it's a the talent like they're more of a tag team they're more of the old school style tag team that I'm used to watching like they they're very in sync like looking at them reminds me of the world's greatest tag team Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas like they 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 just they're just in sync with their tag team maneuvers in the ring i love watching that and to me that that just puts them at one small level above diy and when i say small i'm talking the difference the gap the margin in that gap is just like this. I would just say the Creed brothers just a little bit more over DIY. And I love DIY. Like I, I I'm actually becoming a big fan of uh, Johnny Gargano. I was just mad that they weren't really doing nothing with him last year, which put him in the rut that he was in. Cause you know, at first it looked like they were going to reunite with Austin theory and Dexter Loomis. And then, and then uh, you had Tommaso Ciampa talking about DIY, which is also a good thing as well. Um, I think they need a little bit more work and to get over just a little bit more. But right now, I don't see them over the Creed brothers at the moment.
0: All right. You know, and I respectfully, respectfully uh, disagree. I mean, you know, obviously, I, I mean, we both have different opinions on things. And I respect your opinion. The Creed brothers are fantastic. But I think if right now, if you're trying to have this restart with the tag team division, I'm going to go with DIY. DIY. Because Creed Brothers, you can definitely put those tag titles on them. And I feel like they will definitely be um, tag team champions before the year is up. But I do think that DIY should have that run before. And there's also a story here. Think about this. You mentioned the Creed Brothers, right? The Creed Brothers beat DIY twice. One in a regular match, and it was shenanigans. And then the second one was a tag team turmoil and they pinned him. Which in is, they did they look
1: at the Creed brothers. That sure. tag team turmoil really made me look at the, the Creed brothers. I'm just like, yo, who the hell are these guys? Like, what what is this? And then, I, I don't know Do why. You not, I'm are you not able to read the names? One, Gene Baptiste. Like, who the hell are for, these guys? You, did you not read the names? No, listen. Creed brothers, when I say I the Creed know. brothers surprised me really well, the, 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 the Creed brothers surprised me like, like, like freaking, uh, like, uh, what what? I can't remember his name now. God damn it. Was it a team? I hate when they go to a different company. Uh, no, it wasn't a team. It was, uh, uh, uh they called him the best kept secret. Um, um, oh, buddy Murphy, buddy Murphy, buddy Murphy, buddy Murphy. They, they, they had the buddy Murphy effect with me. Cause buddy Murphy, I didn't know who the hell buddy Murphy was at the time. I wasn't watching NXT as a product. I just remember he gets into a match with Roman reigns. And I'm just like, yo, who is this guy? First and foremost, where did you come from? That match, I would say four stars completely. Him versus Daniel Bryant, definitely shot to damn near five stars. And I was mad that they did nothing more with that because Buddy Murphy was actually a hell of a talent. Yeah. And um, the Creed brothers, I say the same thing. I look at Creed brothers and I'm like, I don't know where these guys came from, but wow, are they amazing.
0: No, they they are fantastic. I think they're gonna be um, a team. A lot of people are already sitting here looking at Julius as a single star, and I'm I'm glad that they're taking their time. I don't think you have to rush any of that. But let's move on. Um, um, um let's let's move on. I would, I just want to view some quick things from Raw. But Rhea Ripley, she delivered a promo on the women's division. She wanted to make it clear that this is her division. It looked like there was a moment in this promo where she was kind of lost or just forgot what she wanted to say. But she picked up cleanly. But then he have Becky Lynch who comes out and says, hey, um, she mentions how she wants to face Rhea Ripley. And she said, Rhea Ripley might be better than her. But she made it clear that if she wins the World Rumble, she's going after Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is open to having this match. And I felt like they gave that away too quickly in a way. Um a lot of people were already yeah. sitting there saying Ripley against Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. And there's a I feel like there's a story there because you have Rhea Ripley who has been dominant in the women's division. Becky Lynch, who um she was a big star. She's been having some matches. She's just you know Rhea Ripley's just been killing it. And where Real, and I feel like Becky has been like a number I'm gonna say number two, number three, and
1: something like that. Um, I just feel like the I, game I don't see lose. it. Mm-hmm. It may not happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. I, I think, think so. it's gonna be. I, I, think, so. I think. I think, I, I, think so, it's, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. There's this. There's, wow. there's still. Okay. There's, there's still. There's still. A, there's a story to finish, right? Then you got to look at the fact that Nia beat Becky clean. And then if you really think about it, does Becky really need another WrestleMania main event? No, she doesn't. We're talking about the man she Becky Lynch. She doesn't. What if I can... Undisputed
0: women's champion. If I can interrupt here, sir, um, I feel like, and I've said this for a while, so I have to be consistent with it, Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, Elimination Chamber. You have Rhea fighting in front of her fellow men and women in Australia, and she's going to beat... Nia Jax. That's what's going to happen.
1: Maybe. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Depending. My to it, look, it, it, uh,
0: barely to begin with. But go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: It, it, it looks like Nia Jax has improved a lot since she came back. Oh, totally. And she's not, she's not hurting people or putting them in the hospital. So, and and if this is true, and I'm hoping this is the case because I've actually been enjoying some of these matches. Sure. I think a Rhea Ripley Nia Jax is gonna be one hell of a bout. That's a hell of a bout. Like, there, there's some there's some women in this division that I definitely would want to see in a match. Like I definitely want to see Jade Cargill Rhea Ripley. That looks like that's gonna be a hell of a match. I would love to see Rhea Ripley and um Bianca Belair. That looks like that's gonna be a hell of a match. Um, definitely Nia Jax Rhea Ripley. Definitely should be a thing. I would love to see Oscar and Rhea Ripley. I think that would also be a hell of a match.
0: They had a match at WrestleMania, actually.
1: Oh, yeah, they had. They did. Mm -hmm. They did. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We've gotten Randy Orton versus John Cena so many times. What's (laughs) one more Rhea Ripley versus Oscar match? Who cares, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, we had a bunch of it. Matter of fact, Randy, I did want to mention this real quick because he was talked about and he was talking about. You know, like was a match he would like at Mania. He talked about wanting to face John Cena one on one at WrestleMania, and I think um, I don't see it this year. But I think that's something before both of them hang up their you know hang it up. They would like to, he would like for that to be a thing. It uh, might be this
1: year because Cena <laughs> Cena Cena's retiring. He's made it crystal clear his <laughs> body's completely winding down to a point where he may have maybe one more left in him. And if he does, I would love to see him versus Randy. I'm okay with that.
0: Do you have a favorite Cena versus Randy match? No. Absolutely not. Well, thank
1: you.
0: That's content. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I don't necessarily have a favorite between them. Um, They face each other so many times. Uh, I I feel like the 2009 stuff might have been some more of their better thing, uh, better stuff. Um, because two thousand seven, I remember he just punted his father for no reason. Um, I won't even say for no reason. He won that WWE championship, so he said, "I'm gonna punt your dad." But two thousand nine is where Randy Orton really was just such a. They had that I quit match, and of course John Cena. His whole slogan is, "I never quit." I'm John Cena, and I am. <laughs> sorry that 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 would do betty's
1: that would do um but to, yeah i'm, um, I'm petitioning um, that as an, in the intro now
0: no that's not going to be an intro
1: at all i i, I feel I, like it should. i should i can i can just smell the
0: lawsuit right about now what um, lawsuit? Let's, let's move on R-Truth. Our truth is a real one. I just want to sit here and say that one: he's out here in the street. He's selling Judgment Day merch. I don't see uh, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Rhea Ripley,
1: Dominic Mysterio, and JD. But uh, no, 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 JD. JD's out the Judgment Day after that thirty-fourth Miracle Street fight.
0: Absolutely right here, Baptiste. But our truth is out here. He's selling merch. Damien Priest is sitting there saying, Whoa, 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 what are you doing? The, uh the clubhouse is not happy about this, they're not appreciating this. Until because money changes everything. I know this because this is why I still work at my job, because money changes everything. You know this. And um, you know, he 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 gives Damien Priest his cut. I I didn't appreciate this though, what they did to our Truth. Listen, the judgment day. They wasn't selling merch until R-Truth. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't tell me I'm wrong. I'm And I know that because I'm never wrong. He sits there. He's selling merch. He's making money. Even in this tag match, he comes out with the Judgment Day. Everyone said, oh, R-Truth didn't know what team he was on. No, he knew what team he was on. He was helping the Judgment Day because they wasn't making bank, bro. You know who makes bank? R-Truth. And that's he does. Truth. R-Truth Damn. is money. Yeah I, I know it because I saw the money that was flowing out of it. He's a head dog. This is yours. I remember I've never seen that many uh, uh I just have never seen that much amount of money
1: ever. There's actually a backstage segment as it's probably on YouTube where Dominic and freaking Finn go to the back and they're counting the money in his Finn. I like truth. He needs to stay. He, what? What's going on no, here?
0: No 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 no. no, no. Listen, I respect Balor. Balor is one he's one of my favorite wrestlers. He's great at what he does. But you don't appreciate truth. And if you don't appreciate the truth, you don't deserve the truth. That's just how it goes. It, it, you know, but I see this storyline. It's interesting because they have a tag match. You have the awesome truth. Miz and R-Truth going against the Judgment Day. And our truth is so great. Because when Finn Balor was hitting him, he said, Hey, that hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was great.
1: Because he was legitimately upset. He said, They said, Hey, take it easy. He's like, Hey, come on, bro. Take it easy. Take it easy. I said, Our Truth is just a gem. I love Our Truth.
0: And it's so great. on um, everyone is seeing how great he is. I think, I feel like people saw it, but I feel like as years goes on, you just really appreciate his work and what he does. And I don't know, you know what I love about truth realistically is he said, I just want to have a good time and I want people to have a good time. I love that. I love that. He says things like that because as a, as the watcher or the um, consumer, however you want to work. I'm looking at this and I'm like, I can see he's having a good time. I, my favorite, one of my favorite picks, is when him and Damian Priest, and you can see Damian Priest trying to hold it together, but you you see the smile. I love that so much. I legitimately love. It's it's, it's, a, it's such a cool visual seeing someone just having fun on the job,
1: and I love that. I I honestly can sit here and say oh, yeah. I I love that. Him, Sami Zayn, um, I, I'll even put Goldust in there. Those three are just notorious for making people break character. As a matter of fact, a lot of people don't know Goldust was one of the first few people to get undertaken to break character.
0: I do wanna, Gold you know, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that you said that, but it's hilarious, cause I saw that Um, it, it was a quote. I don't know if it was this week or last week, so forgive me, but he talked about how Goldust, he did something and he rubbed on him. And he said, oh, Lord, I hope they don't see this erection or something like that. It was hilarious. It was so funny because he said it, and, and it was a quote that you just didn't think you would ever see in your life. I know I didn't ever expect to see that. So, But the storyline here with the Judgment Day, um, you know, you have Priest, he hits the South of Heaven choke slam on our truth Ben pins him. But you see that Damien is... He, he didn't want to do that. So it makes me go, I see where he can cash in, he fails. Judgment Day turns on him, and I see him being the baby face out of this. And, the, and the, there was a time with this storyline where I didn't know who would turn face between him and Finn. Because there was a strong chance of Finn turning baby. And a lot of people miss Finn being a baby face. But I see it now being Damien Priest turning baby.
1: When... Oh, no, it's, de- it's definitely going to be Damien. It's definitely going to be Damien. Damien's going to be the one that gets dropped and turns babyface. Um, That's been hinted for a while now. True. And and they still, they still, over the past couple of months, still been showing a breakdown in judgment. As a matter of fact, I think two weeks ago, Damien Priest, while while the, you know the judgment they were talking in the back, he was just like, you know, you're talking about us making enemies out of these guys. You sure it's smart to make an enemy out of Nia Jax right now? I'm just looking. I'm like, he does bring up a great point. Like, at the end of the day, Priest is going to go over. Do I see Priest failing that cash-in attempt? I hope not. I, I kind of want to see him with the world title. It ain't the Roman Reigns title, so he ain't got really much to worry about, but I do. I would like to see how a heavyweight champion, how he handles being a heavyweight champion, a main roster champion. Because right now, the champion is Roman Reigns. I don't uh, – you
0: know, when you, you're talking about the cash-in, correct? I don't yep. see I don't see him having a successful cash in, and I don't see him winning a championship. Um, and I think that's the story right there. Uh, I thought the judgment day was my family, and it isn't. Um you know, the stuff with our troop, and I feel like and it's and it's amazing too, because the stuff with our troop, it just leads to um <laughs> it leads to a babyface turn
1: for Damian Priest. It, def- it, it definitely does. But here's the thing, and, I, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I sure. may be wrong on this. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've noticed over the years is when it came to the Money in the Bank briefcase, it looks like anybody who had a custom briefcase didn't have a failed cash in attempt. And I could be wrong on that. Um, Damien Sandow. Wait, Damien Sander had a custom briefcase and he lost? He it? Yeah,
0: because you remember Cody threw it in the water or something like that and he had another version of it? It wasn't the exact yeah. version, so yeah. I, I get it. Listen, it, are you for a Damian Priest Priest's, I mean, a successful cash Yes. Okay.
1: Something wrong with that. I was, I, all, I, I was, I was all for fucking Otis successful cash-in. I was mad Otis didn't get it. i love
0: it no i i fantastic i love it let's talk about this main event real quick um we had matter of fact because i i i just think this is important to talk about but we had otis i mean not otis i'm sorry you had ivar against zawa anytime you see that's nasty that's nasty this was a match you know anytime you see ivar in a match They sit here and talk about it's a
1: meat party. Have you been to any meat parties? Listen, unlike Arby's, I don't want the meats, all right? Now, Ivar just looks like a guy, like, if you go to Arby's and order an Ultimate Meat Sub, all right, you're gonna smell freaking Viking mutton and wine Along with baby oil, and just just know it don't end well for you. Where did the baby oil
0: come from? What kind of meat? Man. Party? Have you, how many meat parties have you ever been to? None, thank God.
1: I've never been invited to any meat parties, to be honest. Thank God. I, thank, thank God. That 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 that. that if, if I was to get invited to one, I'd be scared, completely scared.
0: You you mentioned to me about Arties. What kind of meat do they have?
1: Apparently, all the meats.
0: All right. No, okay.
1: And you wasn't a fan of any of this meat? No. I don't want the meats, all right? You can keep your legendary meat, your ultimate meat, yeah. your your man's man meat. Like, I'm good on that. I'm, I'm, I'm straight on all that. I want no parts of that. None whatsoever. would what the meat have barbecue on it? Barbecue does not repair dry meat. So what you're saying is you don't like dry
0: meat.
1: I don't like meat. <laughs> I've seen how you eat. Yes, you do. <laughs> let, let, let me rephrase that. I want my meat cooked, not rare or raw. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You will never be invited to another meat party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> this conversation was quite meaty, if
1: you're Woo!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But some so yeah, I- Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to talk
1: more about meat? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> like, like, like my, my choice. My choice of meat is steak. You know, chicken, bacon, uh, any other meat beyond that? No, thank you.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about this main event. We had Seth Rollins. We talked about the injury that he had, but he had he went against Ginger Mahal. I honestly thought this match was solid. Like, you know, up, don't hinder you know, gender. Some of the things that I did like about this match was when Ginger Mahal came out and there's all this conversation <laughs> that he had uh, fire with uh, the whole Tony Khan situation and stuff like that, right? But I like that they had this thing and made it seem like Seth might lose. I never thought Seth would lose. But when you have Ginger Mahal and he comes out with Inder Share, you know, you have Vare and you have uh, Sangha. And I love Sangha. I call him sexy Sangha. Um... It made it look like Seth might drop the championship. A lot of people were not a fan of this. And I'm not sitting here saying this is going to be in my... This is going to be my top 10 match of the year kind of thing. Because I don't expect Seth to drop the title until Mania. But I thought this it did the job that it had to do. Seth Rollins' whole thing now is that I am Seth Rollins. I'm a fighting champion. I will fight anyone, anyone... Everyone and anyone... Um, give me the time, the place. I am there, I,
1: I and and that's, and that's that's great. But mm-hmm. you know what? Let's be real. When it comes to when it comes to the match doing its job, I can't credit just the match itself. You got to credit gender, because let me tell you something. No, I agree. You're you're right. You're right. Go go ahead. Take the floor, please. please. G- Jinder Gender Mahal, he's he's what I would call a wild card in the business, and I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Gender Mahal, like. When it, when it comes to wrestling in general, you already know the booking and how they're going to book their champions and all this and the third. All right, you know he's not winning. He's not winning. You just look at the opponent. Like anybody versus Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns wins. They, they don't win, period. CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar, that's easy. Punk don't win. Now you got Jinder Mahal versus any champion. I call him the wild card because you got to remember he went from Jabba to beating Randy Orton and earning a, a whole World Heavyweight Championship for a couple of months overnight. Seeing him against Seth Rollins, I didn't know who was going to take that because they could have just pulled another, you know, here you go, Jabba Ginger becomes a world heavyweight god overnight. Oh, all right, cool. It wouldn't be the first time I saw it, but it just added another layer to the story where it's like, oh, all right, yeah, maybe this time Seth could possibly lose it because it's not like we're, we're talking about anybody. This is Ginger Mahal. Don't hinder Ginger. This man has gotten a lot of buzz for the whole week, so it's possible. So even then, it does build to Seth's character. I'm a fighting champ, but now with this injury, with this looming injury and us not knowing how bad this looming injury injury is, we might be in for a really bad fall. Interesting.
0: Um, Let's talk some AEW real quick. Let's try to run through it. They were AEW. Why did you say that? They were in the uh North Charleston Coliseum in North Carolina. Oh no, South Carolina, I apologize.
1: Um, yeah, the Charleston Coliseum.
0: Thank you. I feel like I said it all wrong, but I've always been corrected on this show when it comes to pronunciation. So let's talk real quick. Um, the mogul embassy went against the bullet club gold, roh six-man title so were on the line. Honestly. ROH titles just don't have any steam to me. So hearing Bullet Club Gold won these championships is like I, I guess I guess listen, Yay. Bullet club is just not my thing for me. It's, it doesn't do anything for me personally. But I, I can acknowledge that they're a hot act they're a hot act. And for them to win the R H six man title, six man title it's just go like you have a heart a hot act. They're hot, 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 but then these titles are so cold to me, and I just don't think that it does anything for this uh for this group. I saw you
1: kind of go. So, what's your thoughts? I, 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 I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this once and Cap, I know you're probably gonna hear this, and I'm sorry, but Bullet Club Gold, I liked it better when they were NWO, and I liked NWO better when they were the Click. Uh, I, I'm I'm good on that.
0: Yeah, no, I love the NWO. Um, It's still going to be one of my top factions of all times. Um, And I'm pretty sure they have totally been surpassed. I just don't think it does anything for Bullet Club Gold, honestly. Them beating um, the Mogul Embassy. And maybe it does. Hey, listen, if I'm wrong, I have no problem being corrected on that. That's not the thing. It's just these belts, the ROH titles just don't feel hot. It's like I'm... Oh, look, I'm holding these belts. And I saw that the the Bullet Club Gold, it looked like they have this team up with the Acclaim. And now they're called the Scissor Club Gang, which sounds very aggressive. They're called the,
1: (laughs) the Scissor Bang Bang Gang. Moving on. uh, So let's okay. talk about Samoa Joe and his uh. He his went his against, title. He went against, yes, he went against Hook.
0: And there's no surprise that Samoa Joe was going to go over. Um, I saw a lot of people really upset. So I'm interested in hearing your thoughts about this. You've watched enough of Samoa Joe. I know, like, together with me and you, um, we would watch TNA back in the day together. You know, Samoa Joe's finisher is called the Muscle Buster. And that's usually the finisher. And then he would hit the rear neck and choke. But the, the, the muscle buster was a finisher. He would pin people. How do you feel about
1: Hook kicking out
0: at one to the muscle buster?
1: It just goes to show you, Hook, and I, I will say this. There's a lot of young talent that's wrestling nowadays where it's exciting to see, but you can tell they don't understand the business quite like the generation before them. Um, listening to, to the, the, the bump, Listening to uh, Bubba Ray's podcast and all, one thing that I, I, I do notice, and I've heard this from a lot of wrestlers, sure. especially the old school guys, is they were big on protecting finishers. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you protect the finisher as best as you can. How you don't kick out of it at all. Um, Taker was a big guy on 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 protecting finishers. I remember, um, I believe he he talked about protecting the Dudley's finisher at one point. Um, hook kicking out at one and mind you this the muscle bus is no joke because if i'm right this is what put uh tyson
0: kid
1: uh, Natal- yeah. on the tyson kid on the shelf permanently so for hook to kick out at one it just shows that he really doesn't understand the business too well and and he's just not ready for main event for for main event stature which is probably why people were, were saying like hook getting this title shot nah he's not ready for that like nowhere near ready for that do i think Hook is going to be a talent one day Yeah, absolutely. Do I think that day is now or anytime soon? Absolutely fucking not. And it shows. It just shows. Kicking out of a muscle buster at one? Yeah, kid, you're not ready for the big time. Go back to the back of the line. You know, develop develop yourself a little bit better. Come back in maybe a year or two when I feel like you've understood the business a little better.
0: I'm not sure when it comes to that, right? I cannot say and say I'm sure if because I feel like him and Hook might have him being Samoa Joe had a conversation and he might have been like, Yeah, let go ahead and go for it. I don't know what the conversation was. Um, did I hate it? I don't know. I'm not necessarily gonna say I hated it. I was just like, At one though, like at wanted it, it was almost like, Yeah, that did nothing. But I also get him, I sit here and go, I don't know the conversation between both. Joe and Hook where Joe might have felt comfortable doing that for him. You know, you're talking about Hook, who is um Taz's son. I didn't watch enough of ECW to sit here and speak intelligently, but I've seen times where some of the old clips I would see of Taz, and it seemed like he kicked out at one. I mean, Taz was such a beast um once upon a time. Um we we mentioned AEW. I did want to talk a little bit of SmackDown. I feel like we did. And we talked about these um, AJ Styles um, LA Knight Randy Orton thing because they're trying to hype up they had a signing and uh, it looks like and there's something that you said earlier in this show where you mentioned it looked like they're leaning to AJ Styles against LA Knight which cool Um,
1: Also props to SmackDown General Manager Nick Aldis Yes. Like he's literally an authority figure that's a breath of fresh air because it's like, nah, I'm not some punk-ass authority figure that's, that's only going to be a heel. Screw that. I'm going to do what I want, and Roman Reigns ain't the top dog in this show. So credit to Nick Aldis for, for even putting a new spin on contract signings. So I, I got to yeah. give him credit where credit is due. Um, also, you can, you, you can see that they foreshadowed the breakdown of the bloodline and Solo getting ready to turn on Roman. They, yeah. they, they started foreshadowing that now. Now it's actually becoming a bigger deal, and um, this this might lead to the downfall of Roman coming at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, no, it is. I I see Roman dropping the championship, and I see oh. Roman championship to one. Cody Rhodes,
1: Cody Rhodes is winning that championship. Um, I'm and giving if they want if they, wa- they mm-hmm. want to do it right, especially Rose? with the Rock here, and they want to do a WrestleMania match with if 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 you. If, let, let's see how creative that, that new writing team is with Triple H behind the helm, because you want to make something like that done right, where Brock still faces Roman, and so does Cody, and Cody takes the title. Real simple. Let Cody let, let Cody begin. Let Cody lose the Royal Rumble, begin the chase for the title, mm-hmm. and let it be the Rock. Let it be the Rock to take on Roman. If Rock wins, Cody gets his title shot night two. Rock loses. Guess what? End of the road for Cody, and end of the story. Game over. If they really wanted to make something interesting and exciting about it, because let's be real, I don't want to see Rocky malvawa take the th- goddamn Undisputed title off the God, Roman Reigns. I
0: would hate for that. I, I, and, you know, I've said that um, countless times, anyone that will listen to me, I just don't think Rock should be the one to take the championship off. I said it here the week prior. Um, I didn't like when Rock beat CM Punk. 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I didn't like I wasn't a fan of that. Um, I would not be a fan of now. Him where Roman ran through a lot of people, and you mean Rock, who's semi-retired. He beats he, Rock with the with the backup of Dom Toretto and family. He beats Roman Reigns. I wouldn't be a fan of that, personally. And there's nothing against I the mean, Rock. I heard the Rock is it, in it's... great shape. He's in fantastic shape. I won't throw that out there. He's in better shape than I am. But I just would not be a fan of that personally.
1: Even though we may not be fans of it, because it's not the first time this has happened, it's like, okay.
0: But there's a difference too. Whatever. You gotta remember when Rock did that, he was like forty something. Now you're talking about fifty year old Rock beating Roman Reigns who dominated this roster of young talent, and you mean semi retired Rock? He's he's pretty much semi retired. I
1: just overcome I, I, the championship off of Brock Lesnar and Kevin Owens when he returned.
0: Yeah. Why, yeah. Why, why, why'd you bring that up? This is I, I, I want everyone know listening to the Big Pop Theory podcast. This is the last you've seen of Gene Batiste. We don't talk about him after any further episodes because rude.
1: That's okay. Say goodbye to your sponsorships.
0: You were sponsors? Who was sponsoring us?
1: Uh, DJ, DJ Richie Dollars. I kind of gave him a few episodes of the Big Pop. Who was that? <laughs> a music producer who I put on to some of the big pop theories, uh, podcasts and funny enough, cause, uh, he, he, he also does a podcast called uh, calls, uh, just us, just us dads. And, um, Are you I'm gonna dad? end up being a, did you really just ask me that question? Yes. All right. If you excuse me, I got to go to Maury. We got to do a DNA test now. Cause I got, I got to make sure I am a dad. Um, well, with that being said, with that being said, uh, I, I will be a guest on if, on future episodes where, awesome. you know, they, they, they talk about the, the hardships and times and tribulations of being a dad and all the craziness that we go through with our kids, especially those who have girls. Lord, have mercy. But he's actually very interested in the big pop because he he does love, um, he loves our antics. Our antics is just through the roof. Fantastic. Um,
0: Please plug him. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I shared a few episodes. He he now follows you guys on Spotify and uh, I think Apple. Nice. So um, hey, God, so it's it, it it you. you're not
0: fired now. You you but you're on an internship though, and you're doing
1: desk work from now on. I don't even sit still in my own desk. What makes you think I'm gonna sit still behind the desk at Big Pop?
0: Sound like you're about to be unemployed for the next uh, two months. That
1: that, that that's okay. I'll, I'll take my sponsorships with me. I I've got other employment options. The doors open everywhere. Then it sounds like Georgia's a dangerous place
0: for you to leave your doors open Georgia- like
1: that. Yeah, you know what? You can't because Georgia, Georgia's the state of meat. And uh, don't nobody want that right now. So uh <laughs> what if someone just came through your door and they just handed you some meat? Now we, we gotta get we gotta dive into the scenario real quick. So mm-hmm. are we talking cool. just a random person or some random big buff guy that, that just looks like he bathes in baby oil? Is definitely the latter with the baby oil included. <laughs>
0: definitely, it's definitely the <laughs> <a> latter. <laughs> That's pretty much the Big Pop Theory podcast. Um, we we talked about wrestling. We talked about meat. Um, and we just hope that you had a good time. The, the whole thing about the Big Pop Theory podcast is that talk about wrestling. We want it to be a safe space for you guys and have a good time. Um I, I want to thank Gene Baptiste for stepping in and um, just just helping me out with this show. It was uh, a lot of shenanigans on this show, but that's what we want. We want shenanigans. We want it to be fun. But is there anything for you, sir? Like, do you want to plug anything? Do you have anything going on? A
1: Twitch? Or I mean, a- I'll continue to always plug it. So, funny enough, um, I, I had to stop streaming for a while because it turns out that got me banned off of PSN for a week. Um, apparently something I said on stream was, uh, violating terms of services. Um, and looking at that stream, when I rewatched it, it seems the only thing that I could have gotten in trouble for was BBC, which is understandable, but then again, stupid because BBC is also a channel network. So, uh, Sony, you and I are now going to have some words. We're, 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 we're going to have a, a nice long talk about, uh, your, your so-called policy and you're not even giving me information on that. Cause basically, they lock me up, they lock my ass up with no uh, no proof, no nothing to show for When I ask for proof, yeah, you don't get that, man. So get your ass out of here. Seven days, all right, yeah. cool. um but with me ordering an Elgato, I return to streaming in two weeks. Um, when I do, plug in Desert Storm 459 at Twitch TV. Um, I will be covering the suicide squad, kill the Justice League. Uh, I play the bad games, so you don't have to, and uh. We'll definitely give it a, we'll definitely give it a review. We'll, we'll give it a category five review, see if it's worth playing or not. And um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, just ca- catch catch me there. You can catch me on all the podcasts. Um, just us, Dad. You'll catch me there a couple of times. I'll definitely put the link in the description below. Um, definitely give a give a follow to Richie Dollars. Really solid podcast. Good to listen to as well. Um, yeah, I think so. I think that's about it. Yeah. Fantastic
0: stuff I do want to plug real quick The Big Pop Theory Podcast We have an Instagram It's called The Big Pop Theory Podcast We share like old school clips Sometimes we'll add like a little clip from this episode Or any episode that we do So you guys get an idea What the episode is going to be like The Big Pop underscore on Twitter Live stream A lot of times when it comes to Monday Night Raw, NXT, AEW We try to live stream When those shows are happening, so catch us there on Twitter. I refuse to say X, so I will say to Twitter. Um, we have the Big Pop Theory Podcast 23 on YouTube. We hope to eventually get some content going on there as well. The idea is do to do old school content, but just give it a follow. We're hoping to get some stuff things going on there, and we also have a Gmail at the big pop theory podcast at gmail.com. So, if you have any questions, or you know, like we don't have a mailbag kind of thing, but if there's some kind of question that you would like for us to answer live here, and I say live, this is already taped, but if you want us to have any questions, anything like that, we answer, we'll respond, we'll put it on the show
1: and all that stuff. But you can catch or you me even suggest future content episodes, but we do old school. That, that, we we would love your suggestions
0: that is brilliant absolutely if you have some old school stuff i'll i'll sit here and say right now i was a wcw kid growing up i didn't watch ecw as a kid so if it's something like hey you should watch this ecw show and review it we'll do it if there's any kind of thing like that um so we're open to that but also too you can follow me on instagram i am the great grand slam poobah you'll see me there i am on instagram i share pictures and stuff like that not everything is wrestling related i'm also on twitter at uh bad guy jack bad guy underscore jack so you can catch me on twitter once again not everything is always gonna be wrestling related i must share something with sonic the hedgehog if you guys know anything about me i am a huge fan of sonic the hedgehog so you can follow me there
1: a canon and... member of the dragon ball universe thank you for that
0: and you can catch me also on Unpopular Review. I reviewed the NXT show with the outstanding and the wonderful Russell Darl. We talk about NXT right now for Unpopular Review, the entertainment side. We are reviewing, we are reviewing Superman and Lois right now. Uh, this week, we're going to do season two of Superman and Lois. And the following week, we're going to do episodically for episode, I mean, season three of Superman and Lois. That leads us into season four of Superman and Lois. So you can catch me there. And also you can catch me at the Hammerlock Hangover. Uh, They are on Apple. I don't know if they're on Spotify. I kind of get to touch with letting them know what's going on. But we did an episode. I did an episode. This is my second episode. I'm doing an episode with someone named Jeff. But we talked about plenty of things. Talking about, um, you know, wrestling in that week. And raw smackdown and i talked about how batman
1: deserved to get kicked in the dick and i'm not sorry about that he deserved to get Batman is him. a menace so that check out is a ha- complete menace. and, and if you if, if entertainment is doing anything else can we get he-man can, can we can we get the he-man remake from netflix like why has that not been reviewed well, let, let's let's talk
0: after let's talk after because I, I think we might have something here we might have something here but guys this is the big pop theory podcast I'm the great grandson Pupa. I want to thank you once again, Jean Baptiste, for joining me and just talking this thing called professional wrestling. We uh, thank you so much. Um, Always a pleasure. We don't know what next week looks like as of right now, but just continue to follow us on all the social media platforms. And we want to say thank you for listening to episode fifty-five. Many more <laughs> episodes. Okay, Sorry. fifty. Okay, thing. <laughs> but thank you guys. We'll uh, we're going to um, end the show and we'll see you guys for the next big pop. So, Gene Betsy, I usually give this to my co-host. Why don't you say goodbye to the lovely listeners? Um,
1: you know what? That was no to fault. quote my man Master Roshi, oh. uh live well, eat well. Um live your life to the fullest, man. Uh, Enjoy your life. Don't let let any negativity uh, block your blessings. And just remember, no matter how bad things look, I promise you there's always a silver lining. And and we've evolved to a point where we can figure our way out of anything. So for those who need the prayers, for those who need the love and healing energy, I send that all to you. Um, it's It's a great Sunday, a beautiful Sunday. Enjoy yourselves, guys. Live it. Smile. Be happy. What's the point in being miserable? Makes no sense. Um, love you all. Thanks for having me here at the Big Pop Theory. Um, shout out to, to Kat. Again, enjoy your birthday. Shout out to the Grand Poobah, one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, yeah, of all time. Of all time, baby. all time. We're making a big time, baby. Big time. And uh, I hope to see you guys on, an, on a future episode. And who knows? It might even be sooner than you think.
0: That was fan. Fantastic. Good job, Gene Baptiste. Thank you guys for listening to the Big Pop Theory Podcast. and We'll catch you for episode 56. And uh, thank you guys so much. So be well, be safe. I can't even top what my man said here. So we'll see you
1: for episode 56. Take care, guys. Peace.